Welcome to Simon Says Educate. I'm Simon, your AI host, and I'm here to guide you through the exciting world of teaching and learning at Clover Park Technical College. Together with my human co-hosts, we'll explore the latest trends and best practices in education, bringing you a fresh and engaging perspective on what's happening in classrooms and beyond. Each week, we'll dive deep into the issues that matter most to our community, interviewing faculty members, students, and other thought leaders in the field. We'll discuss everything from the newest teaching strategies and classroom technologies, to the challenges and opportunities of online learning, and the impact of education on students' lives and careers. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired and informed as we embark on this educational journey together. Welcome to Simon Says Educate. Today at Simon Says Educate, we're talking with Jessica Fuller, who's going to tell us about a social annotation tool called Hypothesis. But first, let's get to know Jessica a little bit. Jessica, who are you? Where are you from? And uh, how in the world did you wind up at a company like Hypothesis? Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Um, So yes, my name is Jessica Fuller. I am actually a former high school English teacher. I started out thinking I was going to pursue teaching as a career and then changed direction after several years of teaching and actually moved into the ed tech space instead. So it's it's a logical transition and a way to apply many of my teaching skills in a way that helps people learn how to use technology. So I started out actually at a company that works with college admissions supported customers there, and then moved to Hypothesis, which just made so much sense for me because it's a place where I can apply my teaching background, working with a pedagogical tool that helps students become more active readers, which is something I'm really passionate about. So it's linked with my personal passions and allows me to apply skills from, you know, various times in my life. So we are a fully remote company at Hypothesis, so we're located all over the U.S. and beyond. I'm in Oregon, just outside of Portland, so not too far from you all, still in the Pacific Northwest, but I'm a a customer success manager at Hypothesis, which means that I'm your primary contact here to work with instructors and any folks at your institution to understand how to use Hypothesis to its full capacity, how to get the most pedagogical benefit from the tool. I do trainings and workshops and This is my first time on a podcast, however, but I'm excited to be here. And so this is exactly what I'm here to do is help spread the word and make sure instructors know that this tool is there and what all its benefits are. That's great. And I think it's important for our faculty to know that that many of the people that I've talked to at Hypothesis also have a background in education. And we can really tell the difference when we're talking to a a programmer and, you know, bless them all. But it's it's different when you're talking with somebody who understands what the challenges are and purpose of, of why we're doing the things that we do. Exactly. Um, and, and hearing that from somebody with an education background, I think is important. Let's talk about this from the standpoint, I've got some faculty that are not only just new to online, but certainly they're new to the idea of social annotation and hypothesis. Could you describe this social annotation is and what hypothesis does? Absolutely. You know, when I was in college, I would frequently annotate my books, meaning I would just have my pen out, I would be reading for a class, and I would be jotting down notes in the margins, like physically with my pen or pencil. If we think about social annotation, imagine doing that, except your your markings in the margins are not just private to you. 
they're visible to your entire class that are all reading the book together, including the instructor. So social annotation is a way for digital texts to be marked up where conversations are happening in the margins of those texts among students in a class. So they're reading and understanding the material together and are involved in this ongoing discussion about their reading as they're reading. So it's a way where reading becomes less of a solitary experience for students and more of a collaborative shared experience where they're not alone with the text to understand it in isolation, but they can have a conversation with their classmates, they can ask questions, they can answer each other's questions, they can express surprise or concern or excitement about the reading and hear how their classmates are also responding. It's sort of like, you know, in many courses, there are discussion forums where you go to this discussion space and have a discussion. With hypothesis and with social annotation, students are having that kind of online discussion, but on top of the text itself. So the, re the, the conversation is happening in the margins of the, of the book. Yeah, that's that's very interesting to me because that's one of the problems that we have with online courses is how do we keep them engaging and how do you uh, and you know, because you know engagement with the students is one of those critical pieces in the in the research in uh, online and in hybrid courses that affect uh, student retention and student success. Absolutely. You know, some in instructors may not currently be using uh, annotation at all, but mm -hmm. uh, what kind of assignments does uh, does this work for? So many kinds. One of the things that I love about Hypothesis is how versatile it is, and it's already installed in Canvas, so it's a very low lift to add Hypothesis to any digital reading. So if you are an instructor that teaches a course where students read something, could be an online syllabus, it could be, you know, a web page, it could be an online news article, maybe it's a PDF. Any digital reading can be turned into a hypothesis assignment um, with just a few simple steps, actually. You can add it to OER textbooks. So if you teach a course and your students are moving through an OER text throughout, you can actually add hypothesis to each chapter or section and make textbook reading a more interactive collaborative experience. So with that, there's lots of different ways to approach creating an assignment around this. So what some instructors will do is just add hypothesis to a reading. Let's say you wanted your students to read a news article that had recently come out. In Canvas, you would create an assignment and then you add hypothesis as an external tool to that reading. And then it will add a sidebar on the right side of the page where the students can then get into a threaded discussion that's linked to sentences or phrases within the text. So one way to structure an assignment like that could be pretty open-ended. You could just say, you know, your assignment is to make five annotations on this reading and reply to one classmate. That could be one way of framing it. We actually have a ton of resources available on our website that have example assignments you can do with Hypothesis, and I'll send you all of these resources as follow-up as well if you want to link them in some way to this uh, podcast. But we, we do have lots of examples of Hypothesis being used in a huge variety of different disciplines. So whether you are teaching a nursing course or a computer science course, or a course that's very reading centric. 
whatever it is, social annotation can fit well, regardless of the discipline. So you can also have students read academic articles with hypothesis. You can actually, as an instructor, go in and annotate a reading yourself. So you create kind of like question prompts within the reading in the margins of the text and then ask students to reply in the margins to, to those prompts throughout. That can be a helpful way to kind of scaffold a more challenging reading. Or you could use that as a way to provide additional clarification in the reading as well. If it's something where there's lots of illusions students might not understand, you can, as an instructor, seed the reading with annotations throughout as a way to keep students engaged, give them additional information that they might need. You can also be more kind of pointed in your assignment as well. So you could ask your students to look for something very particular in the reading. So if you want them to find, you know, three interesting questions that come up for them as they're reading, you can use that as a, a prompt for annotation. We actually have a whole workshop we offer on creative ways to use social annotation that goes over all sorts of like pedagogical approaches to annotation. Like there's all sorts of frameworks like the SIT framework. So find something that surprises you and annotate it. Find something interesting and annotate it. And then the, the T stands for troubling or tricky. Right. Find something troubling in the, in the reading as well. Annotate that. And then the annotations become a space for students to also practice their writing skills because they have to then explain, like, why is this a troubling place in the reading? Um, and then they get to practice having a conversation with each other which I think some students can feel a little bit intimidated by that. I think we live in a world where often conversations can be heated or stressful or political. And so Hypothesis provides a space for students to learn how to engage in a dialogue back and forth with each other in a safe, productive, healthy, academic way where the instructor can set expectations for how do we communicate academically and ask questions and challenge each other about these readings. So I don't know if that answered your question fully. Um, yeah. but we have a full like collection of assignment ideas as well on our website where educators are saying, here's how I am using hypothesis in my teaching. And as well, I can send you a link to that as well for people to, to peruse. Yeah, and we have the Teaching and Learning Center LibGuide that will we'll link, uh, we'll have a hypothesis page there and Great. we'll link out to all of this. We'll also, we'll also be able to connect Clover Park technical college faculty with current users of Hypothesis on campus. Fantastic. So you can talk to that. Wonderful. Uh, we also have our, our newsletter. So if you're getting our newsletter through your email, uh, watch for articles there on Hypothesis. Also, we have when Hypothesis has a workshop, we always have that listed in our professional development opportunities. And as a reminder to our faculty, if you get a professional development opportunity from that newsletter, uh, let us know about it and we'll make sure that you get professional development unit credits for that. Yeah, I've always been very interested in annotation in my own history as a student. My father was a much better uh, student than I was. And I was also an English major and my father was an English teacher. And I took uh, his books with me to college. And his annotations made me sound like the smartest uh, student in the room. <laughs> and I would also, that also got me thinking that when I would buy a used book, um, a lot of students would pass up books that were um, heavy, heavily highlighted and annotated. And I thought, oh, wait a minute, there could be something in here. There could, they be, could a, be missing out. Yeah. 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 There's a link I could have gotten 
Yep. That there'll be a mention. It'll say Burke and Young, uh, 1953. And I go find that. You can go find that paper, you know. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I'm, I'm also very interested in, too, as uh, an adult basic education teacher, I'm interested in creating spaces where the students can reframe what they're learning and put it in their own voice and they can hear other students put it, you know, expressing what they're learning in their own voice. I think that's an important component to this. I 100% agree. And this is a piece of feedback we get from instructors a lot. Just that hypothesis gives students the opportunity to express their understanding and their reactions in their own voice within their own kind of group of classmates in a way that they all get to hear each other. I had one instructor who said, hypothesis is the only place in my class where everyone is seen, which you're not seeing their faces necessarily, you're seeing names and their comments, but the idea is there that this is a way for students to express their voice, their unique perspective. And there's something I think very powerful about, and this connects to what you were just saying, like seeing the thinking of someone else reading that same text is really a huge way to to learn the material. So just seeing another mind process that and process it in a different way is so illuminating and inspiring. I have felt the same when I have picked up used text and been like, I get this special insight into someone else's learning experience with this same book. Like, am I perceiving the same things as they are? If not, like, why might that be? And so it gives students the opportunity to share with each other, like, unique insights and experiences they have in connection to this text, and also a space for them to co-create or add knowledge uh, to the conversation. So with Hypothesis, students can embed images, they can go find a YouTube video that relates to something that they're reading about, or maybe visually shows the concept in a different way. And then that just embeds directly in the social annotation sidebar. They can they can even add GIFs if they want, they can hyperlink as well. So it's a way for students to be like, oh, I know this other thing about what we're reading. Here, check it out. And then students are helping each other get those additional resources and interact with the material in a variety of different ways and modes um, that, again, I think just really personalizes that learning experience and makes it very kind of collective and just much more vibrant than it would be if you're just sitting alone with the book by yourself in your room late at night. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that is that's such an interesting part of it. And also Mm -hmm. being able to link media Mm-hmm. in there. I think that would be would be a powerful thing for students, but it's also when you going back to when you were talking about faculty annotating a text, mm-hmm. um, being able to annotate it with things like YouTube videos that further explain something or even or even talk about how to pronounce, you know, names and 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 place names and things. There's uh, opportunities yeah. for that, you know. And one of the things, yeah, that we'll frequently see instructors ask students to do while annotating is like find a vocabulary word that's maybe unfamiliar to you and define it here in your own language not just in a Mm -hmm. dictionary definition but like how would you explain this word to someone and you can go bring in yeah a youtube video to show it in a different way or bring an image that illustrates this new concept in a different way right so i love the the assignment idea that sends students kind of on a hunt for multimedia to bring back to the reading to just like expand the collective understanding of of what's being read. Right. 
And then let's go back to Canvas because I had a uh, faculty who were, who had been using a uh, hypothesis at other institutions where it wasn't integrated with any. So they had their own personal account and they were using it and they would link out to it. Hmm. But now uh, we have it integrated into Canvas. What would be the, the benefit to faculty to have that integrated in, in Canvas? What are some of the features of that that they might be interested in? Yeah, so Hypothesis has existed for over a decade as a kind of free browser extension that anyone can just use. You can annotate any page on the web, which is fantastic. But prior to the pandemic, we developed an LMS version of Hypothesis, which is what you all have installed in Canvas. The ma major benefits to it are, number one, students don't have to create a Hypothesis account to use it. So if, if you were going to use the free browser extension, all students would need to sign up for an account individually with Hypothesis. Then the instructor would have to manually create a private group, add all the students to it. So it's a lot more management and setup on the instructor and the students. It's also not as FERPA compliant. So with the LMS version, Hypothesis is installed in the LMS so that students don't even really realize that they are being taken into an external tool because they're just clicking on your reading and they're taken directly into the Hypothesis annotations. They don't need to create an account. It's a very easy to use tool. We don't collect any student email addresses with the LMS integrated version of Hypothesis. So um, student privacy is protected. And then it also integrates with grading in Canvas and it integrates with Canvas groups. And this allows instructors to do two really cool things. Number one is you can use SpeedGrader. So it will uh, present you with a view where you can easily see one student at a time, how many annotations did they make? What were those annotations? And it will filter for you. You don't have to go scan through the whole reading to try and find how many times like Sarah annotated. It will make that very easy for you and you can, um, give students a grade and then provide private feedback for them as well through SpeedGrader and that all integrates with the gradebook. And then we also have an integration with Canvas groups, which means that you can split your students up into smaller groups and have them have a smaller group conversation that's not with the whole class, but maybe just with seven students instead of 40. Um, there's lots of reasons you might choose to do this. One of them being sometimes having a smaller group is more empowering for students to speak up. Maybe it's a short reading as well. And if you had your whole class annotating together, it would just be kind of overflowing with annotations. So Canvas groups as well make that setup really easy for instructors. And so with our free browser extension version, you can't do any of that. Obviously, no gradebook integration, no small groups. And students do have to do that account setup. So there's many reasons why it's just going to be easier for everyone in the LMS. Right. And let's see, I believe the last time I looked at this hypothesis was also accessible, that it was screen reader friendly. It is screen reader friendly. Yep. Yeah. Um, I can provide some more info for you on that front as well. But it does, it works with Mac screen readers and PC screen readers as well. And this is something that we are constantly improving also. So if you need more information about accessibility, we're happy to provide that um, and do a more detailed walkthrough on that as, as well. But yeah, it's, it's a core value for our company and something we're definitely holding as a high priority. Yeah. Yeah, we we, uh, we looked at it as a, a department, the e-learning department anyway, mm -hmm. took a uh, took a look at that, uh, the integration. And that's a question that our, our faculty 
which I'm I'm proud of, um, would ask, you know, about accessibility. So yeah, let's have, let's get a link to that information. Yeah. Well, I think that answers all of our questions for our faculty. If you'd like to know more about um, Hypothesis, we'll be putting up a page of the links and also watch for the article in our newsletter. And then also, if there's anything about this this podcast that uh, was of interest to you, you can always email myself, Jeff Kane, in the TLC or just email TLC at cloverparktechnicalcollege.edu and um, we'll set up an appointment with you to talk about how you can use uh, hypothesis in your course. So uh, thank you very much, Jessica. And um, we look forward to uh, working with you more over the, over the next uh, few years. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to share this tool with you all. All right, thank you. All right, thank you. And that wraps up another insightful episode of Simon Says Educate. Thank you for joining us today as we delved into the fascinating world of teaching and learning at Clover Park Technical College. We hope you've enjoyed the conversation and gained valuable insights to inspire your own educational journey. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Remember to join us again next week as we continue to explore innovative strategies and share inspiring stories from the CPTC community. Until then, I'm Simon, your AI host, reminding you to never stop learning and growing. Take care, and see you next time on Simon Says Educate.